Everybody that's kind of scared about the coronavirus, raise your little hand, put it up in the air, and wave it like you just don't care, because this is the Lord Petty Podcast. Appreciate you tuning in. This is where we love everybody. We hate on everything. And if you don't leave a rating, I hope you get um, a little Corona bottle smashed to your forehead. You know what I'm saying? Um, currently, the block is shut down. The block is too hot. And shit's just wild, dude. Shit's wild. I, I talked about this back in the episode with Snohomish Steve. Like nobody, I knew this shit was coming. I knew it was coming. And watch the economy's sinking. We just had the worst week in the stock week we've had since two thousand eight. All right, but you know, you guys never want to listen to me. Nobody ever wants to listen to the guy with his, uh, you know, whatever. I'm just kidding. Um, well, I th- I have a feeling, you guys. I have a feeling that this episode is gonna be the one. This is, this is the one right here, because if you started listening to this podcast back in the day, this episode is built off everything, or this podcast episode is cut from everything that this whole show was built off of. The whole thing was built off just being petty, and you know what? I'm on some shit. I'm in a fucking mood, and I feel it coming. So if you're just hoping for a little bit of uh, grazing of the things and getting some life updates, this is not the one, bro. This is the one I'm going to go in. And I'm hoping I'm setting the bar way too high. And I'm going to be like that guy that tried to uh, pole vault. And then he came back down and he landed right on his nutsack on the thing. And that's going to be me. You know what I'm saying? But I'm excited. I'm excited to get things off my chest. Because last week I missed doing an episode. Because I just couldn't do it. Because I was too busy fucking your mom. But really, though, we're back, dude, and I'm excited. I'm fucking stoked to be back. I'm I'm about as excited as a girl gets when a girl in a relationship when she sees somebody swiping on Tinder, especially a guy. You'll never see some bigger eyes than the eyes on a girl when she's like, oh, let me see that. Let me swipe for you. So I don't know if that's a red flag or not. I don't think it is. I think that's just human curiosity because I'm not going to lie. I like whenever I see somebody doing it, I'm like, oh, yeah, let me see that. Let me see all this fucking trash that's out there, you know? Um, <laughs> let, me, let me glance into the abyss abyss, abyss of unwanted. Let me peep game really quick, dude. Let me let me put my eye, let me put my all-watching eye upon this into this mound of human waste, you know? All the unwanted. I'm just kidding, dude. <laughs> I'm just playing, dude. But actually, I want to start. Here's what you guys got to do. Speaking of... God, we are back to the fucking roots, dude. And this feels good. I don't give a flying fuck. You know what? I've been kind of watching myself. I've been kind of watching the things coming out of my mouth. I don't give a fuck, dude. Um, I'm going to give you guys some fucked up tips. I'm going to tell you how to maneuver in this world. And I'm going to give you one right here, okay? Fellas. Uh, girls, you can just kind of close your ears on this one. Because I don't want you to know that this came from me. All right? So I don't do this anymore, but I was telling my buddies about this at breakfast the other day and I was kind of reminded of it. I totally forgot about it. Like I used to have this Tinder profile uh, where I just had a picture of this Asian guy named James and, <laughs> and I am not an Asian guy named James. And so what I would do though is because girls would have their Instagram handles on Tinder, right? So that means that they're open to the dick, but 
they're probably getting a ton of it just thrown out. You got to find the back doors in life. You know, you got to find the loopholes. I've always been a loophole artist. That's why I take W's. I'm like that weird quarterback when he's like, let's eat a W, except I don't do that. I just give you guys the, the bread and the butter. So what you do is you make a fake Tinder and then you go through the profiles and then you find the girls that have their Instagram on there. And then what you do is you go and add them on Instagram. And then, you know, like a week later, you respond to one of their stories or um, and wait a little bit, you know, because a lot of you guys, you don't take your fucking time. What you got to do is do this with enough people and you take your time with every single one of them so you have a steady rotation because a lot of you guys, you get a little bit of attention from one girl and you put all your energy in there like every other fucking guy. You want to stand out, take your time because you know what? It takes women a long time to decide if they like you, even though they might know within the first seven seconds if they're going to fuck you or not. If you actually want to like lock them down or whatever the case may be, it takes time, dude. It takes time. So I'm telling you, Follow these instructions, all right? This is, uh, I'm going to call this the uh, the Tinder Bible, the basic instructions before leaving Earth. Before you die, what you need to do is make a fake Tinder profile, add the chick on Instagram, so she'd never seen your face before, she'd never seen you on any dating apps, she doesn't know you're like that actively prowling for pussy, it's going to make her feel special that you added her and started responding to her shit. And then you're one step closer to her because you're not just getting lost in the dating app. You know what I'm saying? And girls, all you got to do is uh, just post something being like, so bored. And uh, that's all you got to do because um, you're going to get old and um, useless faster than us. So that's your advantage early in life. Anyways. Um, oh, <laughs> uh, God, dude. I saw that Taylor Swift video the other day. Uh <laughs> She's like, what's it called? Called uh, The Man. It was a very well-made video. Okay, if you guys haven't seen this video, go and watch it by T-Swift called The Man. She dresses up as a guy. And of course, it's everything that you imagine it, all right? Because here's, here's, here's what always baffles me. Every woman thinks that if they had a dick, they would automatically be Mark Zuckerberg. You know what I'm saying? Like every fucking barely over minimum wage making cat owning apartment living woman thinks that if they had a penis with the brain that they have that they would be like on a yacht somewhere dressed in Versace surrounded by supermodels blowing a bunch of money on everything they think they would be that guy like off the rip like that like that guy as soon as you shoot out of shoot <laughs> As soon as you shoot out of your mom's snatch, you're just immediately put into a position where it's like, if you try just a little bit, like, you know how they're trying so hard. Like, if you're a guy and you just try just a little bit and you put in the work, you get to be a billionaire. That's your rite of passage, you know? Especially coming from Taylor Swift, this cute little uh, white girl that is insanely famous because she's a cute little white girl. Um, even though she is very talented, she writes all her own songs and shit. So I'll give her that props. But uh, it just literally always blows my mind that girls think if they were guys, how fucking easy they would have it in like the business world and shit like that. Like the people you see at the top of the food chain and like the finance world and shit like that, like 
They worked very hard for it. And maybe they did know somebody. Who knows? But that takes persistence to stay there, you know? Because you're probably going to want to go grab brunch with your bitches. Those guys are staying in the office late because uh, that's what they do. And, um, yeah. Want to clear that up, dude? Fuck. So ass backwards, dude. You, you girls think that as soon as you had a pair of nuts, you're automatically a millionaire and that Lizzo is sexy. For everybody going forward that says fucking Lizzo is sexy to make yourself, because you're like, oh, well, if we call her sexy, they need to call me sexy. I got you figured out. I'm not stupid. I know you picked this big monster thing that looks like she's, you should slap her on the axle of a monster truck. Um, This big fucking tractor tire of a woman. You're saying... If she's sexy, you have to be sexy, right? Because you're better built than she is or whatever. And you know what? Her music is fire. I actually really like her music. But every time going forward, if you say Lizzo is sexy, you need to fuck a short, bald guy to keep balancing the universe because let's make everybody feel good. If we're going to bullshit ourselves, let's bullshit everybody across the whole spectrum and make everybody feel good because why leave anybody out, you know? Why leave anybody out? You know, and don't worry about like, oh, they're going to call me a slut if I just go and fuck every short, bald guy in the world. No, because if a guy calls you a slut, that's his own insecurity because um, guys will guys will call girls sluts that sleep with them right off the bat because that's their own insecurity because they figure like, well, if she slept with me early on, that must mean she sleeps with everybody because uh, I fucking suck. See, me personally, I expect women to sleep with me early on because I'm fucking awesome. So why wouldn't they? Because I'm not going to go around running my mouth about it or saying bad things about them. That's why I want to I want to leave a trail of uh, girls that all adore me. When my relationships come to an end, I want these women to have nothing but good shit to say about me because that is great advertising. You know what I'm saying? That's why uh, I'm just going to start going to sex addict meetings and prowling for pussy. And then when I walk away from them, I'm going to be a really nice guy and I'm going to be brutally honest with them. And uh, they're going to be like, yeah, he was a pretty honest guy. I actually respected that about him. He didn't try to play any games. Um, he just came over and gave me some chestnuts and not the things that come from the ground with um, uh, you put salt on, like actually busting nuts on my chest. And he's a great guy. He's a good conversation piece. He's tall. He's handsome. And he's just overall a nice dude, you know? And um, yeah. Then I'm going to go on that show, Love is Blind. Because I'm tired of oh, these women just wanting me for my insanely good looks, even though I'm completely out of shape right now. And, uh, yeah. Have you guys seen that show, Love is Blind? That is, I don't know why, but I've been getting... Okay, I went through this period where I was watching a ton of horror movies, and it's not that I liked horror movies. They actually did scare me, but that's because I watched, that's why I watched them because I'm such a like numb person. They actually made me feel something. Like I really love feeling something. And, um, I've been watching these dating shows like the bachelor. Well, I, there's only two that I've watched. It's the bachelor and this one called love is blind. Everybody knows what the bachelor is about. I've kind of talked about it a couple times. I'm not going to go there too much, but by the way, I totally called. You can ask anybody in my life. I totally called the three finalists from the second episode. But anyways, because uh, that's just human nature. Once you understand, like, honestly, I told you guys about that book, Robert Greene's The Laws of Human Nature. 
Read that fucking book. You will read that book, and if you actually take it to heart and actually take the shit in, actually drop your walls and be like, eh, it's too weird. You actually like take that shit in and really study it, like really, like not just read it, not just scan it, actually study it, and then look for the things in the world that he's talking about. You can predict everything, dude. People's the patterns, the patterns in life are always the same, and people's behaviors are very fucking predictable. And um, you just use your instincts with the knowledge that you learn in that book. But, anyways, the show Love Is Blind. Um, it's basically about a bunch of guys and a bunch of girls, and they go on this show and they go into these pods where uh, all they do is they can't see each other. They go in there and there's these couches and there's a big wall in between. And they just talk to each other. They just get to know each other. And then after a week, some of them decide to marry each other. Yeah, I'm not joking. They actually like propose and they have no idea what the other person looks like. And fucking Nick Lachey, the guy that used to bang Jessica Simpson, he's the host. So um, obviously it's going to be the biggest, corniest, worst mistake in the world. And I think it's a form of uh, Stockholm Syndrome. Same thing with The Bachelor because like, I just don't get why these, how these people go on these shows and like fall in love and stuff. It's because it's the same thing that cults do. They completely separate these people from reality and then they just get infatuated with these people. And <laughs> this show is just the most outrageous shit I've ever seen in my fucking life, dude. Um, I think you should just watch it. <laughs> Review of the century right there. I think you should honestly just go and watch it. Um, I'm pretty sure, though, like everybody that went on that show they just wanted to be influencers. Like they probably laughed at the idea or they didn't know what the idea was, but you can tell some of those people just really desperately want to get married. Like there's this one black dude on there. He's talking about like, Oh yeah. You know, the girls can't tell about my, my complexion, my tall, handsome face. And he literally just looks like Mr. Peanut head. And then, uh, like all the women just have like busted faces and like all the guys are just super awkward. And, uh, Yeah. But I'm pretty sure they just wanted to become influencers, kind of how the uh, Bachelor people, like most of the women on The Bachelor, just want to be Instagram famous from the show. But then they suffer from uh, Stockholm Syndrome and they probably start falling in love with Pile of Pete. And I bet you there's people out there getting really sick of me talking about The Bachelor, but you know, I'm telling you guys, watch these shows. Uh, One thing I want to say though, because I was talking about influencers and how like everybody wants to be an influencer is one thing that really pisses me off is like people people start and I've talked about this before but people start Instagram accounts and shit like that wanting to make money and wanting to slang shit like their whole purpose is to start slanging shit like they want to sell stuff cuz they don't want to work a job and don't get me wrong nobody wants to work a job but you guys missed the whole point where you need to make us like you before you start uh trying to sell shit actually made that mistake early on. I started running advertisements on here and people have asked me like, are you going to start running ads again? And I was like, you know what? I just, I do not like, I'm not, no, like I, 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 I want to, but I don't want to because I can't take myself serious doing it right now. You know, like I need, uh, I want to feel fully embraced like before I try to, 
I don't want to have to try to convince anybody of anything. You know what I mean? I want to let people know that I like some shit. And if you trust me, you should try it out. But besides that, I'm not trying to lie. Like, oh, yeah, dude, do this. Do, yeah, yeah, do this. This is awesome. Because you can tell when it's not sincere, dude. And that's because I'm a real ass motherfucker. You know, let me toot my own horn. Let me toot my own little dude. I will. Speaking about being a real ass motherfucker and speaking the truth. You guys know who Jim Jones, the rapper, is? As 6ix9ine said, he... 6ix9ine <laughs> trolling from prison. 6ix9ine... Um, uh, what's the word? Um, what's the word? 6ix9ine addressed him as a former rapper from New York. But um, Jim Jones, he was in The Diplomats. He used to rap with Killa Cam. But he said that... Sorry, I'm trying to look it up as I talk here rappers dangerous he was basically saying that being a rapper is more dangerous than being a soldier like he was saying like being a yeah being a rapper is more dangerous than a soldier in iraq and i'm gonna play you the clip and we're gonna break this down a little bit all right telling somebody the other day that to be a rap artist is the most dangerous job in the world why you say that wow okay why I say that? Yeah. It's more dangerous than going to war in Iraq. Mm. Because you're always on defense. You don't know who's who. People get. Yeah, like the guys hunching down in a fucking foxhole know who's who in Iraq. The fucking inf- in- insurgents, right? The people, all of a sudden, you got a woman wearing a fucking car bomb running up on you. Yeah. As a rapper, you don't know who's who, where like 90% of them are women throwing themselves at you, right, Jim Jones? up on you and try to do something to you you're always getting into beef i mean yeah maybe you're always getting into beef because you're talking about beef you know it takes it takes two rappers to beef if two rappers wouldn't be trying to get into beef maybe they wouldn't be getting into beef you know you heard rappers um talk about get shot up this week Mm. you have a record speaking on that uh on el capo talking about the good die young yes i mean it's just the whole I always feel like rappers brag about that shit, you know, like rapper, like if a rapper's friend dies, like I'm sure they're sad and shit like that, but it's like they almost brag about it. And it's just like the dumbest perpetuating cycle. It's like the same like cycle of violence we've been dealing with since the fucking 80s. The whole, the whole persona of being a rapper and shit is fucked. Mm. I I just can't take that serious, you know? And it's like... uh, who people get drafted to go to war, you know, <laughs> like you have to go to boot camp to go to war. And there's a lot of things that go into it. You have to get trained to go to war. You got to go through a lot of bad shit to go to war. Everybody wants to be a rapper. I guarantee you anything more people want to be a rapper than be a fucking soldier in Iraq. You know, God bless those people that do want to be soldiers in Iraq, dude. That is the most ignorant, dumb shit I've ever heard in Jim Jones. Um, I'm not going to act like I'm offended by what you said. I just think that is fucking stupid. Anyways, let's peep some, uh, let's peep some, uh, slutty confessions. All right, we're going to try this one right here, okay? The caption is, the new receptionist at work sucks me off every day during her lunch break. Um, I work at a car dealership. I'm the photographer who takes pictures of all the vehicles in stock. I usually work on my own without having to deal with coworkers or the public. 
But there's this new receptionist that started working here, and she caught my eye right away. Mm. I try not to mess around with people at work, but this girl was absolutely beautiful in a slutty kind of way. I know exactly what he's talking about. Um, short, about 4'11", mm, maybe 5 foot, thick thighs, double Ds, thin waist, long black hair, full DSLs, that's dick-sucking lips for anybody that doesn't know, and beautiful brown skin. Ooh, I'm getting turned on, dude. Uh, so, <laughs> so I would pass by your desk and chat her up, make her laugh, just talking shit. Then one day in conversation, I say, damn, I can't wait to get out of here and smoke a fat joint. Her eyes lit up. She asked if she can join. I said, sure. This is, is this guy. <laughs> this guy's name's Chad for sure, dude. <laughs> so we go to my car and we're smoking and talking and shit, listening to music. I got her giggling and she's very stoned. <laughs> Drug her up. Somehow we got into the topic of our exes and I mentioned how one of the reasons me and my ex didn't work out because she didn't give me enough head. <laughs> to which she replied, I love giving head. And I'm like, yeah? She says, yeah. It's the best stress reliever. Well, you know, I like to go fishing personally. You know, I like to go skateboarding and stuff like that. I've never sucked a dick before, but... <laughs> Uh, and I love the taste of cum. Gross. Uh, <laughs> at this point, I was starting to get hard already. I don't blame you. I started fidgeting with my pants, and she noticed. What's wrong? You're turning me on. Just so you saying, just you saying that made me hard. She's like, really? Let me see. So I oblige. By the way, this guy's writing is so terrible. Um, I pull my pants down and reveal a nice thick seven-inch semi-hard cock. <laughs> hard flex. Uh, she licks her lips. Damn, that's nice. She passes me the joint and kind of leans over. Do you mind if I... Sure, go ahead. Is this guy just like the smoothest person in the world, you know? Like, how much pussy does this guy get? Her lips and mouth felt incredible. I just start hitting the joint and listen to some mayhem Lauren while she slobs me down like a little slut. Is this, <laughs> is this guy... Is this, is this fucking Jim Jones? <laughs> this sounds like some rapper shit, dude. This doesn't happen in real life. This doesn't happen in real life where you just like chat up the receptionist and she just starts slobbing you down at work while you're smoking a joint, listening to Mayhem Laurent. <laughs> uh, I'm caressing her hair, telling her what a good girl she is. This is making her more and more excited. She's moaning loudly, fucking her own face. Finally, I can't hold it any longer, and I explode down her throat. Shot after shot, I'm filling her mouth with so much cum at the same time, I feel her convulsing and moaning loudly, too. Like, maybe she's dying? Um, she swallows every drop and cleans my cock before sitting back up. I'm like, did you just come? She's like, yes, I did. Dude, this guy has to be Jim Jones. Or, like... <laughs> I don't know. Is this, is this g Easy? Uh, sucking dick makes me come sometimes. I can't help it. I was fucking astonished. Like, is this girl an angel or what? She says that she was great and loved how I tasted. Um, she asked if I could, quote, feed her every day during her lunch break. And I said, yes, of course. Sometimes we meet in my car or hers or even in the new 2020 models. We've gone on a few dates and I fucked her a couple times, but she's really just interested in sucking me off. Seeing her today at lunch again. Can't wait. 
Like, how does this guy get some food in though? You know, like that sounds awesome, but I get so hungry during the middle of the day. Like, I mean, I love blowjobs just as much as any other red-blooded American male. Um, but I would like to get some like teriyaki or something like that, you know. And after a while, it'd probably get kind of boring, you know, the same girl and whatnot. So, uh, uh, yeah, props to this guy, though. I don't know if I fully believe this story, to be honest, but, um, uh, yeah, this guy's cool. I'm gonna reach out to this guy. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see this. I was fucked by my Uber driver, 18, I, by my Uber driver. A couple months ago, I went to this guy's house I met on Tinder. I thought we would fuck, but instead he just wanted head. Is this the guy from the first story? As much as I love sucking cock and pleasing a man, I really wanted to be fucked that night. I feel like these guys are all rappers, dude. I got to call BFG because it's like that rapper shit I, I've always talked about where rappers just always want head, you know? Um... So when he ordered me an Uber home, I was pretty horny and desperate for <laughs> Damn. This guy just had this chick over, and uh, she sucked his dick and then got kicked out, dude. This guy's definitely recording a mixtape. Somehow I was lucky enough to get a pretty good-looking Uber driver who was a guy in his 20s. I made sure to talk to him the entire time and stretch in a way that would flaunt my large tits. I caught him looking and smiled. Then I pretended to struggle with my jacket, so he pulled over and took it off for me. We looked at each other for a second. I knew he wanted me. I put my hand on his thigh and slowly brought it closer to his cock. When I finally felt it, I could tell he was hard. Let's not get back on the road yet, I said with a grin. Uh, want to go to the back, he asked. So we hopped in the back seat and took off our clothes. He climbed on top of me and immediately started pounding me. My tight pussy made him come in like two minutes. So it wasn't the best sex, but at least I got laid that night. Um... <laughs> Uh, I'm worried about the coronavirus spreading. Meanwhile, this bitch is getting knocked down in Toyota Priuses with no condom. Um, hey, different strokes for different folks, I guess. Um, I bet you anything her dad uh, is a great guy. Um, <laughs> let's see. Let's do one more here. Um, oh, dude, what? Oh, dude, this one's disturbing. I found my dad's mold in my parents' bedroom and used it when they were gone. My parents are gone on vacation, and I found my dad's mold. For anybody that's confused, like, the mold, they, she means a mold of his penis, because you can get those made. It's like uh, when Ludacris was like, and they made the mold of the penis a bit larger off of me. I don't remember what song it is, but Ludacris talked about this once. Um, maybe this is Ludacris's daughter. I found my dad's mold in my parents' bedroom and used it when they were gone. My parents are gone on vacation because uh, Ludacris has hoes in all the area codes, so he was probably out there. And I found my dad's mold in their bedroom when I was looking for weed, for my weed they took. Wow. It's big. Like, really big. Is it bad that I'm using it? Um, How big is it? And are you positive it's a mold? Uh... Yeah, like, how does she know that it's the mold of her dad? You know, like, how uh, <laughs> does it have his initials inscribed on it? I want to go to some website and just, like, <laughs> see what it would take to get a mold of my penis then. 
<laughs> and I'm gonna have my my initials engraved in it. And I'm just gonna write a note on there for my future uh, children that like, hey, do not use this penis for anything. This is mine. If I come home and I catch you with the mold of my penis, I'm beating you up. That's how that would go. Um, let's see. Let's do one more. Found a new kink. I recently discovered I'm very much into playing the, quote, innocent girl persona and seeing how much it turns guys on. My apartment neighbors across the hall had a college party last night at her unit, so I went over and joined the fun. Both my roommates were out of town, so I offered to leave my unit open as a second place to chill, drink, and use the bathroom. Guess we're going back and forth between our two places, drinking, talking, hanging out, etc. It was pretty cool. I ended up smoking weed with the guy in my bathroom, doors closed, lights off. I guess I generally give off too much of the innocent persona because he asked me if I've ever had sex, followed right by how many times. I lied and said twice. Right away, his attitude sort of changed and he seemed much more confident and relaxed. He got up to get water for the both of us, and when he sat down, he sat down so close to me that our legs were touching. Yeah, because see, this uh, girls do that. I'm not going to lie. Like, I fall for that shit all the time. At least I used to. Now I just know that all girl, girls are just pretty much whores. But um, chicks play this innocent thing, and it fucks with the male mental because it makes you think that she hasn't had that that much dick because you're always looking for the girl with like the lowest amount of dick and if she plays the innocent thing you're like oh there's no way she's doing this all the time you know there's no way it's kind of like the opposite thing i was talking about earlier where like if a chick sleeps with you super early on you're like okay she must do this with everybody that's why those girls where they're like, oh, yeah, someday my future husband's going to see me drink a huge mug of beer. No, she's the one. No, sorry. But like us guys, that just signals to us that you're going to be easy and uh, we don't settle down with easy women. So uh, sorry, sweetheart. But yeah, the whole like acting innocent thing. Ladies, if you're trying to trick a guy, um, act innocent because it works. I've fallen for it a million times. Um he fucked me hard the whole time he kept asking if he was too deep and whether it hurt. <laughs> he didn't hold back after I told him it was fine, but he would keep asking anyway. This is like how, you know, like Catholic girls and like, I'm telling you, the innocent ones are always the biggest freaks of being choked out and shit like that. He kept telling me how tight I was and how I should get fucked more often. It was so fucking hot. Um, yeah, well, and, uh, <laughs> If we learned anything from that, it is guys, all girls are uh, sluts and that is a beautiful thing and embrace it because they're not really, they're just doing the same thing you would if you could, okay? So anyways, we're going to tap out of this bitch. I might play, um, I got to go back and check it. Um, I uh, might play some some extra bonus shit, so stick around after the music for that. And uh, you guys have a great week, and stay safe out there. Love y'all. Lord Petty out this bitch. Biggies. Terms. You still chose to roll on her. That's the work.
place So romantic, full of faith I must spin, I must learn I refuse to be your first The first to put you in your place First to make you speed your pace I'm a man now, good or bad You a girl still, good for you Don't think this don't make me sad This is something I must do Give your own time, make me be Trying to spare you, trying to be God melodic, man on fire I was long gone, desire Fuck you raw now, my fault Fuck you raw dog, can't stop Should've listened, should've left I can't stop unless you dead It's so simple in head I will make my savage threat Help me help you walk away Leave this amazing place You don't know from good to sway You still think I'm here to save I'm not even really here I can't give what I can't take What a ride, what a slide under the door What a score You think I'm a genius? I know I'm a whore What a time, what a crime before our lives What's in store? You see live forever all I see is all I see is I will pull your hair back. Fuck you on the floor. Pour myself into the act. Pour myself who I'm bad. Cause I know that these moments end. But telling you the truth is sad. You deserve the ignorance and bliss that I still wish I had. Don't you let me keep you here. Don't ignore my greatest fear. I need you to not need me. You need not believe, just flee. I will put myself inside you. Find some way to run and hide you. I can't be responsible. Do as I say, not as I do. Keep your own time, leave me be. Trying to spare you, trying to be. God melodic, man on fire. I was long gone, desire. Fuck you, raw now, my fault. Fuck you, raw dog, can't stop. Should've listened, should've left. I can't stop unless you dead. It's so simple, open head. I will make my savage threat. Help me help you, walk away. Leave this unamazing place. You don't know from good to sway. You still think I'm here to save. I'm not even really here. I can't give what I can't take. Fucked up feet. I've got at least you know. Here's the here's the good thing, right? Here's a good thing. It feels good to like after a year of just having like foot problems to finally know what the source is. But it just kind of sucks that the source is some shit that's supposed to happen to seventy year olds, right? And so you know, what am I supposed to do with that information? Am I just supposed to not drink anymore? Hi guys, this is my podcast. Uh, this is just gonna turn into an uh, <laughs> official arthritis podcast. What'd you think? Oh, you thought you're going to turn on to this? You're going to hear some funny shit? You think you're going to hear me talk about like uh, Little Wayne's dick or something like that? And I'm just talking about my foot. I guess if you came here for Little Wayne's dick and heard about my foot, uh, it's probably probably the same thing in size. Yeah. Weezy. But at the same time, it's probably not the type of content you wanted to hear. But sorry, you know? Sorry. You, you, want, you want some typical advice? You want the advice or whatever I usually give? Here, I'll give you some advice for all you struggling to get laid. Go to a sex anonymous meeting, you know? Go to a place where sex addicts hang out, right? Uh, it's the proximity effect. You guys ever listen to Dave Ramsey, how he's got the one guy? My name's Chris Hogan. Today, we're going to be talking about the proximity effect. You know, the guy sounds like one of the people with the dark screen that uh, who saw somebody kill somebody. You know, from like a murder show, how they make uh, the, the the head all black in the dark and they pitch the voice way down. Here's the thing, though. If you're in the mob and you actually want to know who's snitching on TV, you just take that audio file and you just pitch it back up. So them doing that voice is pretty fucking pointless. So anybody with even like a tape recorder can just do that and you just play it forward pretty fast. You don't even have to pitch it up. You just got to play it fast and you can get back to the normal octave. But anyways, um, yeah, so if you're out there, if you're struggling to meet people, 
to have sexual intercourse with, meaning literally inserting whatever sexual organ you have into uh, his or her, his or her, his or her holes, which is the most disturbing way to put it ever. I don't think a girl can say anything less sexy than like put it in my holes. Um, yeah. So if you're if you're looking for that, go to places where those people hang out. You know, it's kind of like how Jesse in Breaking Bad was selling meth to people in AA. He's like, well, these are the consumers, you know? So if you're trying to go go get your dish, uh, if you're trying to go get your dish, uh, go down and find the slurs down at the uh, sexual anonymous meetings, all right? Fucking probably walk in the other room and find some crackheads and, uh, yeah, sell them some crack too or something, you know? Here's what's so funny. So I was talking about this arthritis shit, right? Like, here's the worst thing about it, okay? Like, I can deal with the foot pain. I'm not worried about it. But I'm dealing with, like, the long-term, like, joint damage that it might cause if I don't take any medications and I worry about the actual effect of the medications if I take it. Like, that's what I'm most worried about is, like, fucking up my liver, my organs, or, like, you know, developing, like, a some shit I don't even want to speak into existence that could happen from, like, depleting your white blood cells, right? And so it's like, I'm a healthy guy. I go to the gym. I watch what I eat. Sure, I drink and smoke a jewel, but, you know... Um, that's just the thing. Like how, how is it? I'm having trouble with my health and people the same, but then you, you'll see these old guys that have just been smoking cigarettes their whole life and they're just indestructible. You know, like the only thing that can kill them is themselves. They end up doing it by just down in a bottle of sailor Jerry's and putting a shotgun in their face. Cause their wife left him cause she was sleeping with the mailman, you know, or like, crackheads whenever i see whenever i see crackheads or like people like here's what's crazy people do meth you know like people smoke meth and they live like people do hard drugs for years and they actually live sure their teeth get all fucked up i guess if you don't mind that but they they live and then there's people that out there dying from like the prescriptions that their doctors give them because shit goes wonky you know so I guess just start a pharmacy in your bathtub is what I'm saying. If you're really trying to get some bread and you want to make some shit that's not going to kill people, just uh, make it in your bathtub. If you want time, make me beat. Trying to spare you, trying to be. Got melodic, man on fire. I was long gone. the sire. Fuck you raw now. It's your fault. Fuck you raw dog. I can't stop. Should have listened, should have left. I can't stop unless you're dead. It's so simple. Open head. I will live my savage threat. Help me help you walk away. This an amazing place You don't know some good as place You still think I'm here to save I was never even here I can't give what I can't take I'm here to save you still think I'm here to save you still think I'm here to save you still think I'm here to save you